0: Welcome to the Four Persons Network. Join us at this hour of mercy for the Chaplet of Divine Mercy for the intentions of the holy souls in purgatory and to rid the world of the scourge of abortion. The intro is by Donna Corey Gibson, copied from the YouTube channel Super School. You expire, Jesus. But the source of life gushed forth for souls and the ocean of mercy opened up for the whole world O fount of life unfathomable divine mercy envelop the whole world and empty yourself out upon us the fount of mercy for us. I trust in you. Oh, blood and water which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus. As the fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you. The heart of Jesus the of mercy for us. I trust in you, Jesus. I trust in
1: He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood, soul and divinity of your dearly beloved son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of a sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of a sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of a sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of a sorrowful passion, Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of a sorrowful passion, Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of a sorrowful passion, Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of a sorrowful passion, Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Eternal God, in whom mercy is endless and the treasury of compassion inexhaustible, look kindly upon us and increase your mercy in us, that in difficult moments we might not despair nor become despondent, but with great confidence submit ourselves to your holy will, which is love and mercy itself. Amen. So friends, oh, hold on, I almost forgot. St. Faustina, pray for us. Pope St. John Paul II, pray for us. Jesus, we trust in you. So today, friends, is the feast of St. Canute the Fourth. He is from Denmark. I had to put something across my throat. Um, So according to morningoffering.com that's morningoffering.com if you haven't taken my hint and started using that website then you're really missing a lot. It's a great website. Yeah. Saint Canute the Fourth or Saint Canute, I think it's Canute the Fourth of Denmark. He lived from 1042 to 1086. He's also known as Canute the Holy. He was one of 13 sons born to the king of Denmark. Canute later succeeded his brother Harold to the throne. ...and reigned as king from 1080 to 1086. He was a devout Catholic, a zealous propagator of the faith, and a brave warrior in addition to being a man of prayer, penance, austerity, and charity towards the poor and weak among his people. The happiness of his people and the interests of the church were his motivation often putting him in opposition to the aristocracy. He fought against the barbarian nations and worked to strengthen the power of the monarchy. But some of his laws were unpopular and caused unrest among the people. Canute sought to expand Denmark's territory and believed that he had a valid claim to the English throne. In 1085, he gathered his fleet and planned an invasion of England to overthrow William the Conqueror. And not that it matters, but it's believed that my people went over to England with William the Conqueror in 1066. So um, he was going to overthrow William the Conqueror, but this plan was never realized. Instead, a revolt broke out against Canute causing him to take refuge inside St. Alban's Priory in Odense. Canute, his brother, and 17 of his men were pursued and killed by rebels in front of the altar. He was named a martyr for the faith, and many miracles were reported at his tomb. He was canonized in the year 1101, the first Danish saint. And like I mentioned, St. Canute is the patron saint of Denmark, and amazingly, his feast day is today. Um, From catholic.org, it's much shorter. Um, And they tell that Canute, his brother Benedict, and 17 companions were slain in the church of St. Alban. Pope Paschal II authorized Canute's cult in 1101, which means he was canonized. And let's take a look at Catholic.org and see what other saints that might be of interest to us celebrate a feast day today. Nobody else that I've heard of. There's anybody that we really know anything about. Saint Henry the Sweden was an Englishman in the twelfth century residing at Rome. In eleven fifty two he was consecrated Bishop of Uppsala, Sweden by the papal legate, Nicholas Breakspear who later became Pope Adrian the In eleven fifty four St. Eric, king of Sweden, led a punitive expedition against the people of Finland, but they refused. A battle ensued, and the Swedes won. Henry baptized the defeated people in the spring of Kupus near Turku. When Eric returned to Sweden, Henry remained behind, working to convert more of the Finns. To this end, he built a church at Nausels. Which became his headquarters In time Henry met a violent death on account of his love of God A converted Finnish soldier named Lali had murdered a Swedish soldier After careful consideration of the facts and assiduous prayer Henry imposed the penalty of excommunication on the murderer Lally became enraged and slew the saintly bishop with an axe. Henry was buried at Nusis, and miracles were reported at his tomb. Let's see. See if there's anybody else. Oh, that's the same guy. And again, the same guy. Oh, we know absolutely nothing about St. Macarius the Elder, uh, also known as St. Macarius the Greek. Upper Kemet was the place of his birth about the year 300 A.D. And... He may have lived as far as late as 390 A.D.,
0: 391 A.D. Let's
1: see. St. Germanicus of Smyrna died in the second century, the year 155. He was thrown to wild animals in a local amphitheater. When the beasts did not attack, Germanicus provoked them into attacking, gaining the admiration of the pagans of the arena. A letter describing his martyrdom and that of St. Polycarp exists, and I don't have a copy of it. And let's see. Let's pick out one more saint to talk about. No, that's very short. One sentence. St. Wolfstan. He lived from one thousand eight to one thousand ninety five He was a bishop and reformer, also called Wolfson and Wolstan, born at Longitchington, ington, Warwickshire, England, or Warwickshire, England. He studied at the abbeys of Evesham and Peterborough received ordination, and joined the Benedictines at Worcester. Wolfstan served as treasurer of the church at Worcester, was prior of the monastery, and finally was named Bishop of Worcester. In 1062, after coming initial doubts about his ability to hold the office of bishop, he demonstrated such skill after the Norman conquest that he was the lone bishop to be kept in his post by William the Conqueror, and he ranked, William the Conqueror reigned from 1066 to 1087. For the next three decades, Wolfson rebuilt his cathedral, cared for the poor, and struggled to alleviate the harsh decrees of the Normans upon the vanquished Saxons. He was canonized in 1203, and, of course, his feast date is today. So let's talk about what's going on around the channel. If you didn't catch Ken's show this morning, he did a really interesting and amazing show on the rapture and whether there's a biblical basis for it. It's streaming on our website, so please go and listen to it. And tomorrow at noon Eastern on Burnt Toast and Coffee, Sir William of Hemsworth is also going to be talking about the rapture. Tomorrow evening, Lisa is going to have the interview with Mike Aquilino. Um, This is the interview she was supposed to have had a couple of weeks ago but mike wasn't able to join her due to the snowstorm so it was postponed till tomorrow and that will be on her youtube channel um, so you're going to have to go to find her youtube channel lisa marie nicole music um if you search that you'll find her channel and you can actually, I think, watch the show uh, on her YouTube channel. So that's going to be interesting. And, of course, I'll be paying attention to it because it's going to be cold here and there's not going to be
0: anything
1: to do. <laughs> um, and then on Monday, Luke is going to do the next uh Part of his Gospel of John, I don't know how many how many weeks it's going to take him to do it, as he said, there are some passages, some chapters that you can do in an hour, and then some short passages of two, three, four, five, six lines that will take an hour to do all by
0: themselves
1: um because I did ask how long it's going to take. And uh, that's all I know. Hopefully, we're going to get back uh, online with Catholicism Rocks this week. Um, I'd love to show to see them doing the show again. Um, but I haven't heard anything definitive. So, uh, I want to invite everybody to go visit our friends, Tony and Paulette Rock, at the Rock Company shop dot com. That's the Rock Company Shop dot com. They started running specials for Easter, and I'm going to be checking that out. And I recommend that you visit Tony and Paulette. Um, guaranteed, they've got something made from olive wood. Maybe a crucifix that you're going to absolutely love for Easter. Um, Or some kind of Lenten reminder that will take you through Lent Which starts in about just over three weeks, I think Uh, February February 14th is the starting date of Lent That's Ash Wednesday, that's on a Wednesday, of course And it is not a holy day of obligation Even though people treat it as if it were Um, which I'm happy to see on a weekday for Masses uh, to accommodate everybody thinking it's a holy day of obligation. Um, And then, of course, Easter is a holy day of obligation, as are all of the Sundays in the Roman calendar. So anyway, um, I don't know why I got off on that because I was talking about Tony and Paulette's shop. They've got some great Christmas specials still running. And if there's a rosary that you wanted and didn't get, they've got it. So go visit our friends Tony and Paulette Rock at therockcompanyshop.com. That is the T-H-E, Rock, R-O-C-K, company, spelled the normal way, C-O-M-P-A-N-Y, shop. They are in Bethlehem. Um, I can tell you that my mother ordered my birthday gift from there, and uh, I'm going to be placing an order either later today or first thing in the morning as soon as my paycheck hits my bank, so... All right, friends. That's really all I've got for today. Um, we prayed the Chapel of Divine Mercy. We talked about several stank, saints, including Saint Canute or Saint Canute. Saint Canute, pray for us. Saint Wolfstan, pray for us. Um, we talked about it, three or four or five different saints. Um, Saint Henry of Sweden, pray for us. And uh, they were all right around the time of William the Conqueror. Isn't that interesting? And all have some association with England. Um, So with that, we're going to call it a day. And I want you to have a blessed rest of your day. And I will see you tomorrow at 3.30 Eastern. 2.30 2.30 Central, 1.30 Mountain, and 12.30 in California, Oregon, and Washington. And if you can't catch me live, I'll be streaming. We stream all of our shows, so you can go back to the very first Chapel of the Divine Mercy show and stream it. And you can stream every one since. And frankly, I welcome you to do so. So like I said, I want you to have a blessed rest of your day and a blessed day tomorrow until I see you at 3.30 in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for joining me.